Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bless your name, Father. Thank you for who you are, Lord God. Father, I come humbly before you, Lord God, asking forgiveness for any and all sin, transgression, and iniquity for us, Lord God. Father, I come humbly before you, Lord God, laying at your feet, Lord God, that this day, Lord, we can offer up, Lord, worship and praise unto you, Lord Jesus. Father, we are in need of you right now like never before, Lord God. Your nation is crying out to you, Lord God. And we know, God, that you are a God that will provide for your people, Lord God. We know that you are a way maker, Lord God, a miracle worker, Lord Jesus, a man and a God that will do any and everything to make sure that his people are all right, Lord God. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing in the midst of even this pandemic, Lord God, for giving us, God, dealing with our minds, Lord God, dealing with our spirit, man, Lord, helping us to come to ourselves, Lord God, and see you in a light like never before, Lord God, getting understanding of truly who you are, God, and what you are in our lives, God. Father, understanding our family, Lord, joining us together once again, again, Lord God, uniting families in love like never before and unity, Lord, in the midst of this pandemic, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God, just for the chance, Lord God, to come today, Lord God, to hear your word, Lord God, to hear what you have to speak to us, your people, Lord God, for we know, God, this is your will, Lord God, even though it may not seem like it, God, yet it is still your will being done, God, because only you, God, can shut the world down, Lord God, the way that it's been done. Only you can do that, God. So, Father, we know in the midst of everything, yet your hand is yet at work, Lord God. Father, you said, Lord God, you will not put more on us than we can bear, Lord. For, God, I know, Lord Jesus, that you will carry us through each and every situation, each and every circumstance, God, covering each and every family, Lord God, protecting them from any and all sickness and disease, Lord God, and anything that might harm them, Lord God, anything that might harm their family and their children, God, God, providing them with finances, providing them with jobs, Lord, to make a way in their homes, Lord Jesus, and whatever they need, Lord Jesus, in the midst of this pandemic, God, in the midst of this world, Lord Jesus. For we know not, God, what the new order shall be, Lord, but we know whatever it shall be, Lord Jesus, that you, God, are in the midst of it, that you are at the center of it, Lord Jesus. And we thank you and we praise you, God. I exalt your holy name, God, for without you, God, we cannot do this, God. We can do nothing without your power upon us, God, your mercy and your grace, Lord Jesus. You have been so merciful, God, in the midst of this all, God, and we thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you and we exalt you, God. 
God, help your people to walk at peace in the midst of this, Lord Jesus, and to wait on you, Lord Jesus, to hear your voice, Lord, to know what to do, what not to do, Lord God, to move when you say move, God, and not before, Lord Jesus, to walk according to your will and your purpose for their lives, Lord Jesus. For God, we know, Lord Jesus, out of the midst of this, God, out of the midst of this, God, great things are yet still to come, Lord Jesus. For God, you have made promises to your people, God, and your word shall not come back unto you void, God. That is your word, God, and we are standing on your word, God, that you will bring us out, God. God, you brought the people out of Egypt, God. You brought Israel Israel out of Egypt, God, and we know, Lord Jesus, that you are a God that shall provide and make a way for your people, God. You are the same God that parted the Red Sea, God, when Pharaoh was on their back, God. You are the same God, Lord Jesus. Jesus, that brought Daniel out of the lion's den, God. And we know, Lord Jesus, that you shall bring us out of this, Lord God. For we just have to wait patiently upon you, God. For you said the race is not given to the strong or the swift, God. But he that endures, Lord God. You said, Lord Jesus, we must endure this, God, for this time, Lord Jesus. We must go through this, Lord Jesus, in order to get to the other side, Lord God. For we know on the other side, God, the things that you shall do will blow our mind, Lord Jesus. God, the things that you shall do, God, will show us just who you are, God. Even what you're doing in the midst of this, God, shall show us just who you are, God. The relationship with you shall be stronger like never before, God. God, Lord Jesus, our faith shall be revived like never before, Lord Jesus, in the midst of this, Lord Jesus. God, understanding in ways that we never dreamed shall happen in the midst of this, God. But on the other side, God, Jesus, God, miracles and blessings untold, Lord Jesus, and we know, God, yet you are still in the midst, Lord Jesus, in each and every home, Lord Jesus. God, show them, Lord, this week, God, show up and show out like never before, God. We're miraculous, Lord Jesus, healing, God, miraculous blessing, God, and favor like never before, Lord Jesus, in each and every home, Lord Jesus, this week, Lord Jesus. Showing your people just who you are in the midst of this storm, God. Showing them, God, you are yet still walking side by side with them, Lord Jesus. Even when they get tired, God. Even when they don't understand. Even when their mind cannot wrap around, God. What you are doing, God. Pick them up, God, and show them just who you are, Lord Jesus. Strength, let your strength be upon them like never before, Lord God. Undergirding them, Lord Jesus. Remind them just who they are and their faith be revived once again, Lord Jesus. Those that are alone, God, give them strength, Lord God. Deal with their mind, God, in the midst of this, Lord Jesus. Letting them know that you are walking side by side with them, Lord Jesus. That it is you, Lord God, that has everything under control, Lord God. Father, we ask you right now to touch each and every congregation, Lord Jesus. Touch each and every servant of your Lord God, Jesus, and let them know, God, that you are yet God with them, Lord Jesus. And in the midst of this, God, that they shall come out stronger like never before, Lord Jesus. In the midst of this, they shall be revived like never before, God. We went in revival before all of this, God. You know what was going to happen, Lord Jesus. So you was getting us ready, God. You poured into us like never before, Lord God, so that we could stand and gird up, Lord Jesus, for this battle, Lord Jesus. For God, yet, Lord Jesus, we know, Lord Jesus, that you are the center 
Lord Jesus, of everything, and you are leading us through this path, Lord God. So we shall follow you, God, and we shall walk with you, Lord, in faith, Lord Jesus, that this shall not last long, Lord Jesus. And God, in the midst of it, no matter how long it goes, Lord God, even the little while, Lord Jesus, we know, God, that you are telling us to be still and know that you are God. Know that you are our way maker. You are Jehovah Jireh. You shall provide, Lord Jesus. You are our peace in the midst of it all, Lord Jesus. God, glory, hallelujah, Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, God. We shall rejoice in the midst of it all, God. We shall smile in the midst of it all, Lord God. We shall walk with our hands raised up, worshiping you, Lord God, in the midst of it all, Lord God, for you are in control. God, 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 we don't understand sometimes why we just don't know, Lord Jesus, and why we just sit in peace, Lord God, in the midst of everything chaotic around us, Lord God. But we, but it is you, Lord God, that has granted us with peace and wisdom to know that you shall do what you want in the midst of it all. So we are to just walk with you. We are to just talk with you and allow you to be God in the midst of everything, Lord Jesus. God, 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 we thank you for that peace while everything is going crazy, while everybody else is panicking, Lord God. We thank you for that peace that overtakes us, Lord God, that peace that keeps us and helps us to rest, Lord, in the midst of it all, God. This is just a resting period. It's just a resting period for your people, Lord God, to strengthen us for the work that we have yet to do, for we have great things to do for you, God. We have many souls to claim, God. In the midst of this, God, people are turning to you like never before, Lord Jesus. So when this is over, God. They're going to need people to help them stand in that faith, God. So, God, we know, God, this is working for the good of your people, God. Yes, it is, Lord God. Glory. Hallelujah. Jesus, we know, God, that you are doing this, God, and you shall have the victory, God, in it all, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Again, the race is not given to the swift of the strong, but he that endures, he that stands, he that girds up his loins and stands in his and boldly for the Lord like never before, and know God like never before, know the word like never before, and know who you are and what you are doing, Lord Jesus, in them, Lord Jesus. God, we know, Lord Jesus, that you are our strength, God, as a Ramoshaya. Yes, Lord Jesus. And we know, Lord Jesus, that you, Lord Jesus, are our God, our way maker, our provider. Our Jehovah, you are, Lord Jesus, and we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, we exalt you, Lord Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Touch each and every man of God that goes before your people this day, God. Use them mightily, God, to continue, Lord God, to speak to your people and give them the word that you would have for them, God, to go on in this next week, Lord Jesus. Let it be a word of encouragement like never before, Lord Jesus. For us, again, Lord God, let miracles rain down. Let blessings rain down in your people, Lord God, showing them just who you are this week, God. The power that they possess in you like never before, Lord Jesus. You are our miracle worker. You are our way maker, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for even in the midst of this, God, an understanding like never before has happened, Lord God, for your people, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We exalt you, Lord God. God, 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 thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. Holy and righteous God, we thank you, we worship you, Lord. We surrender to 
to you, Lord Jesus, to your will, God. We shall follow, Lord God, and be still in the midst of this all, Lord Jesus, and let you lead, Lord God. For you, God, shall not lead us astray. We know, God, that this is all working for the good of your people, Lord Jesus. For I say it again, God, on the other side of this, Lord God, is miracles and blessings and prosperity and things that we will not be able to even have room to receive like never before, God. The windows of heaven shall open up and pour into your people like never before, God. But we will be strong enough, Lord God, to receive them. We have enough wisdom to understand it, God, to keep it, Lord Jesus, and be able to do your will like never before, Lord Jesus. Again, God, we shall be the light for your people when they come out of this storm, Lord Jesus, to help lead and guide them and give them the understanding, God, to stand in you and to stand in that newfound hope that they have in you like never before, Lord Jesus, being strong men and women of God for your work, Lord, for your kingdom's glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing. Thank you, God, for loving us, God, and being that which we need in the midst of this all. Thank you for keeping our minds girded up with peace, Lord God, and our faith alive like never before, Lord God, in the midst of this all, God. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it looks like, we know yet your hand is still in the midst, God, because only you can do what has been done, Lord Jesus. Nobody but you, God, can do what has been done. You have the power to shut it down, and you have the power to open it up. So we know, God, this is your will, God. Everything happens because you say so, God. You allow it, God. So that's the only way that it can happen. So we know, even though you've allowed it, God, you yet have everything in control. You work our covering us. You yet are keeping us. You yet are carrying us through it all, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for keeping us, Lord Jesus, like never before, Lord God. Thank you for the blessings in the midst of it all, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the love that is being reunited among your families, Lord Jesus, in the midst of this, Lord Jesus. The unity that is bonding like never before, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I bless you. I praise you. I exalt you, God, and I give it all to you, Lord God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. If I say nothing else, God, I say thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Lord, in the midst of it all, Lord Jesus. We cry out to you, Lord God, in the midst of it all, Lord Jesus, knowing, God, that we shall come out stronger and wiser, Lord God. God, and gird up to the journey that is before us, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I thank you and I praise you, Lord God. In your mighty son Jesus' name, I pray, God. I give it all to you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Fox. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, there's a word from the Lord I want to share with you. But listen, I want to pick up the baton and remain at the throne of grace for just a few minutes because God wants to strengthen our hearts, cleanse our hearts, and use us for his glory and for his kingdom's sake. Father, we do thank you for another day, one we've never seen before, we'll never sin again. Now, God, use us for thy glory. Forgive us for any sin, transgression, or iniquity. Cover us in your blood. 
Ah, there's power in the blood of Jesus Christ. It's power to heal, power to deliver, power to cleanse, power to baptize us in your Holy Spirit. Now, God, fill my mouth with blood one more time that I'll speak life, health, and strength to you. Lord, to your people, oh God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for covering us and forgiving us and being our mediator. Ah, God, that we need you to intercede on our behalf. We give your name the praise, all the honor, and all of the glory in the wonderful and matchless name of your son, Jesus the Christ, and all of the hearts of God's people shouted, Amen and Amen. Hey, beloved, I want to share a word with you that the Lord has pressed in my heart from the book of Judges, uh, chapter 16. And while you're going there, I'm just going to talk to you. Hey, listen, we need to understand the plan of God. You know, when I was growing up, people would tell me, you never ask God why. But I heard Jesus cry on the cross, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Many times we get ourselves into dilemmas uh, that we don't understand how we got there. But actually, beloved, you got there by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And I want to talk to you today because I want you to be real with yourself. We've been in church world for a long time, some of us, and still church has become like an omen to many of us on an opium that we find the peace and joy, but yet we cannot go to the church when we have problems within ourselves. Ain't that a sad story to tell that we're saved by the grace of God, blood washed, blood both, but yet we're struggling in ourselves. And many of you all under the sound of my voice, I want you to become real. Don't allow the church or the people of God in the church to keep you in a hypocritical life. Hey, we all got problems, but the truth of the matter is, do we want God to help us with the problem? And I'll be the first one to tell you, beloved, hey, I've got issues, but I need a God that's stronger than I am to help me do it because, beloved, what we struggle with is not a normal thing. It is the power of hell that comes against a child of God. That's why Paul said over in Psalms 30, I mean, uh, David said over in Psalms 30, for his anger endure for a moment. In his favor is light. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy come in the morning. So I want you to talk to God while I'm doing this. Let's read the word of the Lord from the book of Judges, chapter 16. And I'll begin in verse number 20. 16, beginning in verse number 20. Here's what the word of the Lord says. And he and she said, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as other times before and shake myself. And he wished not that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistine took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza, bound him with feathers of brass. And watch this, he did grind in the prison house. How be it? The hair of his head began to grow again after he had, or after he was shaved. Then the lords of the Philistine gathered themselves together for to offer a great sacrifice unto Dagon, their God, and to rejoice. For they said, our God, God did they, God didn't do it, Delilah did it. Our God has delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hand. And when the people saw him, they praised their God. For they said, our God has delivered into our hands our enemy. 
and the destroyer of our country, which slew many of us. Watch verse 25. And it came to pass, when their hearts was merry, they said, Call for Samson, that he might make us sport. They called for Samson out of the prison house, and he made them sport. They set him between two pillars. I want to reach back in the archive and preach a thought that God gave to me some years ago when I was a Baptist. And the thought was, fooled by a filling, and left filling like a fool. Subtopic, we all struggle with something. Fooled by a filling and left filling like a fool. But we all struggle with something. It is the power of God to reveal to ourselves who we are. When a child of God surrender their life unto the Lord Jesus Christ, it is by the power of the Holy Spirit God begin to chisel things off of us that we may recognize who we really are. Not who we have pretended to be, not living in a masquerade kind of life, but really who we were born and created to be. The Apostle Paul brought something to my attention when he said in the seventh chapter of the book of Romans, all wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? In verse 18 of that same chapter, he said, For I know that is in me, and they put in parentheses, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good things. Chronologically speaking, where the order of God set judges, he put it in the midst of the word of God for a reason. It covered over 440 years. Judges start with the mindset that Israel should have continued on in conquering Canaan. But Joshua died. And when Joshua died, Israel failed to complete the conquest. Israel turned to unfaithfulness. God's heart was broken because God made a covenant with Israel. That as long as Israel would obey and walk in the order of his commandment, God would protect Israel. Israel turned to other gods. Israel got themselves involved with things that God did not want them to get involved with. So God had to raise up judges. The first judge that God raised up was a judge by the name of Ophniel. He was the nephew of Caleb. He was the first ruling judge of Israel. Then Ehu, Ehu was sent on an assignment of God to kill a king by the name of Elon, who had ruled for 18 years in wickedness. He gave him a message to go to his house and to convince him that I brought you a gift 
When all of his servants left out, he locked the door, reached unto his left thigh, and pulled out a dagger and stuck it in Eglon. And he was a fat man. And when the knife went in, it went so deep that even the handle went inside that he could not get it out. He locked the door and let him die in his parlor. Shamgar was another. Deborah and Barak. Now this is the time that judges began to help Israel try to get back on track. Then Midian began to oppress Israel because Israel declined again from the will of God. So God raised up another man by the name of Gideon, whose real name was uh, Jeroboam. Jeroboam, which means like Rubiah, which was Balaam. So many call him Rubiah, which means that Balaam would contend. So God changed it and said, Gideon, mighty man of valor. Watch what God said. I need you to deal with Midianites. They were taking over Israel. He had over 32,000 soldiers. And God said, Gideon got too many. Because the soldiers would not give me the praise. So he said, tell them all men that are fearful and afraid, go home. 22,000 men left Gideon, left him with only 10,000. Gideon was excited. God said, Gideon, you got too many. Take them down to the water. All the men that left the water like a dog, that's the one I want to set aside. All 10,000 began to let water. Some men put their face down in the water to drink it. Other men were cupping water in their hands and drinking it, lapping it like a dog. And there was only 300. And God said, those are the men, Gideon. And 300 men, God brought deliverance to Israel. But watch this, Gideon struggled with being assured that God was with him. Hear me, I'm going somewhere. Gideon set out a fleece before the Lord. Cotton-like fleece. Set it in the floor and he said, God, if you're with me, let the dew be on the grass and none be on the fleece. He got up the next morning, the fleece is dry. The grass is full of dew. Still not confidence. So he asked God, he said, God, let the fleece be wet and the ground be dry. Got up the next morning and squeezed the fleece. Water came out of it. With those 300 men, God now convinced Gideon to deliver Israel. Ah, watch it, beloved, because now we had it somewhere. Now God comes to a place. In the place of Israel, I need a deliverer to bring forth deliverance to Israel. Israel just kept on backsliding. Like the church world has been struggling for years. We all struggle in the church world. Yes, we give God the praise, yet we shout hallelujah. But inside of all of us, we're struggling to be free. We're coming to be like Samson, fooled by feelings, but leaving feeling like fools. 
deliverance from the house of God. Yet we want deliverance from God, but we're not letting God inside of us to deliver us. Y'all bear with me for a minute here. Now in the 13th chapter, the God I serve that you serves sent an angel to a woman who was barren. Her husband named Manoah, he's not there with her. So the angel began to tell her what God wanted her to hear. He began to instruct her, you're going to bear a child, and that child should not drink of anything from the vine. No grape wine, no date wine, no kind of berry wine, no kind of wine, no strong drink. Do not eat anything unclean. The woman is She's barren already. Her mind is broken. So she says to the angel, come back when my husband is here. So she runs and gets Manoah and tells Manoah, a man told me that I shall have a child. So Manoah and his wife praise that God will send him again. And sure enough, while they were together, the angel came back. And he began to tell Manoah now what God's instruction was for this child. In chapter 14, the Bible said, now Samson is born. But Samson is desiring all things of uncircumcision people. You remember in Exodus chapter 34, God told Israel to separate themselves from the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivite, and the Jewishite. But notice those seven nations, God did not tell Israel that they could not deal with the Philistines, but yet he called them uncircumcised. Anything that was uncircumcised was not in the covenant of God. Samson now, chosen as a Nazarite, chosen to be the deliverer for God, chosen as a judge of Israel, the 14 judge of Israel, and God is trusting Samson, but Samson is struggling with something, yet he gives God the praise, yet he has all kinds of vows on his life, yet he's anointed by God. I'm talking to somebody under the sound of my voice. Yes, you're anointed. Yes, we've been chosen, but yet we're struggling on the inside to do all that God asks us to do. Yet we are struggling, but we are noted by God to bring deliverance. The Bible said, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver us from the body of this death? Samson is there now. The Samson mind is drifting. He loved the women of Tinat. Tinat has women there. And these women are gorgeous. They are uncircumcised. They have no morals. They have no gods to serve. They're idol worshippers. And God told Israel, do not give your sons over to these kind of women. They will turn their hearts to horn and dismay. Don't give your daughter to these kinds of men. They will call your daughters to go horn after other gods. The Samson mind was made up. So he goes to his father and his mother and tells them, I want this woman. It was 
was right to tell your parents uh, the desires of your heart uh, when it came to a mate. Uh, and his father began to plead with him. Is there now one among our family, among the tribe of Dan, uh, that you could find? Uh, but Samson had made up his mind uh, that he wanted this kind of woman. Uh, you know how it is. Uh, when you made up your mind, uh, not even God can change it uh, because you're stuck in your own will, stuck in your own desire, stuck in your own ways. So God began to deal with him. But the Bible said God was involved, that his parents knew not that this thing was of the Lord. I want you to follow me here because now Samson heart is being perfected by unrighteousness. Let me show you how God worked. When God wants a thing done, God will break his own rules to make it happen. You remember Hosea, who God called as a priest, told him to go down and marry a woman named Gaza. Goma, Goma, don't bother me, tell him. When he go down on the streets and find Goma, who was a whore in the streets, in the city, he tells Hosea, marry her. It was forbidden for the priest to marry any woman that was divorced, a woman of the streets, a woman of the night, a prostitute. But God said, Hosea, I have to send Israel a message. Now God breaks the rule here. He tells Samson to fall in love with him. And Samson is in love with uncircumcised women. Samson gives his mind over to him. And Samson marry her. And when Samson marry her, they have a marriage. He invites 30 people to the marriage. And then he gives a rule out. Out of the eater came forth meat. And out of the strong came forth sweetness. On his way there, Samson killed a lion. Listen, beloved. God has given you and I power over the devil. But that's things that we're struggling with that holds us back from the pureness of God. But yet God loves us enough to unknown us. Love us enough to use us. Love us enough to gift us with all kinds of gifts that the body of Christ can find some peace and joy. Well, what happened? That they began to deal with Samson's wife and they found out the answer and they came back to Samson and told him the name or the words to his riddle. And when Samson heard that, he said, why have you fooled with my helper? If you'd have left my wife alone, you would not have found the answer. He went off. He went crazy. He began to fight. He killed every man he could find. Thirty of them, he threw them, took their garments, fulfilled his better. He went to ask Caelan. He killed and he killed. Can't you see the servant of the Lord? Out of control, but he's struggling with something. Like many of us, God's been dealing with you for years, but you're still struggling with things. It's time to die to yourself. But hold on, beloved. The truth is not yet revealed. Samson goes there and he takes 300 socks, tie their tails together, put brands of fire in them, and Set their standing corn on fire. Set their vineyards on fire. Set their olive vines on fire. Shut up everything. Call the shops to be set up and to burn up. That means everything that was put away in storage is burned up. Then he calls a great slaughter. He began to slew men. He hit them in the hips and their thighs. It was a great slaughtering that day, but that was not the end of it. It was only the beginning of his life to 
get what God wanted him to be. Then he found the jawbone of an ass, and he killed a thousand men, heap upon heap. Jaboroshata. Samson was out of control. I'm talking to a child of God, yet you're known it. Yet we've been blessed by God. And I'll start with myself. We are known it by God, but we're still struggling with things on the inside of us. Oh, wretched man that we are. God said, don't give up on me. I will deliver you, Samson. I'll come to your rescue. But during that time, Samson killed a thousand men with a jawbone and a mass. But then himself became dehydrated. He was dying of thirst. And God hewed or cleaved out a hole in the jawbone of an ass and let him drink water. I'm trying to tell you something. Now, Samson got himself together again and he goes to Gaza. Here's what starts, beloved. He's going to Gaza and he finds a hollers and he goes into the Gaza night's hollers house and they said, Samson is here. Well, when you're well known by God and your name is all over the place, there is no hiding for you. Well, Samson is in the whorehouse. He's laying with a hollers. Josephus said he became convicted of his sin. While he's laying in a bed for the hollers, the Spirit of God said to Samson, get up and get out of here. The cause and I said, we'll kill him in the morning. But he rose at midnight and snatched the gates of Gaza out of the hinges, out of the door forces, and he walked up Hebron. One writer said, over 20 miles with the gates of Gaza on his shoulder. Look at the power that God has given to the body of Christ. And now he's in Sokar. Sokar is a valley full of vine where grapes are grown. Wine is everywhere. And he meets a woman by the name of Delilah. Uh, here it is. Who is Delilah? She's a flirter. She's flirtatious. She's wicked. But yes, she's a delight unto his spirit. And she promised to Samson and said, tell me, Samson, where is thy strength? Well, why are you confronting me, woman? Because Five lords of the Philistines have paid me 1,100 shekels of money. And that total up out of five of them is shekels with 64 cents, $704, times 300. That would be $3,524. She's wealthy, but Samson's heart is being given over to Delilah. She first says, tell me, how is your street found out? I want to know where your strength lies, Samson. She said, listen, if you give seven green with cords that never been used by a man, I'll be weak like any other man. If you take new ropes and tie me up, I'll be weak like any other man. If you weave the seven locks of my hair like any other man, tied in a web or get some bed posts, I'll be weak. But he lied. Hey, beloved, I'm trying to tell you something. Here's where it starts. We've been fooled by feelings, and yet we feel like fools. But we're struggling on the inside. So I start by this morning to tell you, hold on. Our God, we serve, is able to deliver us. But go 
God is saying to you and I, I want you to become real at this time of pandemic. I want you to get real with me. I want you to get real with yourselves. I want you to get real with your struggles and stop being hypocritical about it. If you're struggling with a thing, let God know it and surrender unto the Lord. Watch what Samson did. He told Delilah all of his heart, and then Delilah drugged him up, and he fell asleep on her knees. Then she called in a man, and he cut off the seven laps of his hair, and then she began to torment him. She called the Philistine in. Now they got you. I want you to know, beloved, that our God saved us, and he filled us with the Holy Ghost, like unto David, struggling with Bathsheba's. Listen, our victories are in our struggles. We may be struggling with a thing, but I double dog down to tell God, I'm struggling, God. I need deliverance. I need your help. And when you do, I promise you, God will come and deliver you. Samson now is captured by his enemies. And the first thing they decided to do was to put out his eyes. The thing that we struggle with, if we don't allow God to deliver us, it will sooner or later put out your eyes. When they put out his eyes, they put him in a grinding mill in prison. If you read over to Matthew 24, about around verse 8, there were two women, Jesus said, in the coming of the Lord, there'll be two women grinding at the mill. One will be taking the other left. Why are you saying that, preacher? Because grinding meals was not for servants of God. It was for slaves and for women. It was degrading to a man to have to grind at a meal. How long does Samson grind? But here's where the power comes. The Bible says that his hair began to grow back. That's what you and I have been struggling with during this time of quarantine. And I says, your hair is going back. God is getting ready to raise you up that the devil in hell will begin to flee from you. God is getting ready to raise up a people that will lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed. God is getting ready to raise up a people that will have power to cast out devils, power to heal the sick, power to walk upright. They that keep their mind on him, he shall keep them in perfect peace. Listen, beloved, don't be fooled by a feeling and leave feeling like a fool, struggling. It is a hard thing to say, metaphorically speaking. We in the church world struggle harder than some unsaved people. Call they just real about their sins. They're real about their struggles. It's a sad thing that you and I cannot go to the church and tell people your struggles. Have you ever been in a prayer meeting and listened to people praying? When they pray for the pastor, they pray real loud. But when they get quiet, they pray for themselves. They ain't going to say, Lord, deliver me from lying lips. 
They ain't going to say, Lord, deliver me from backbiting. They get real quiet when they're praying for themselves. While they're praying for others, they're praying out loud. Aren't it a sad thing that we cannot come to the church and get help with our struggles? Samson could never find it. But the power of his repentance, while he's grinding at a meal and his hair begins to grow back, he asked God, strengthen me one more time. I'm saying to you that in the body of Christ, repent and call out to God and ask God to strengthen you another time. With love, let me help you. When God stepping in, what his parents did not know, the results is about to unfold. God put him in the midst of uncircumcised folks. He could bring death to God's enemies. Watch the twist of God. Like the Apostle Paul, who was converted on his way to Damascus. From all of his hair raising to the glory and the praise of God. The Apostle Paul helps us to understand, keep it real with God. You won't leave feeling like a fool. You won't have to keep struggling if you tell it. Too often we won't come transparent, not even with God. God knows the sickness of our heart. I'm up through here. When David realized his struggles, he said, God, whatever you do, don't take your spirit from me, but create in me a clean heart and renew a righteous spirit in me. God will put all these men and women in the word of God to show you and I, it's not a shame to struggle with some things in your life. Moses struggled with anger. Abraham struggled with lying. Isaac struggled with lying. Jacob struggled with it. Every servant of God will struggle with something. But if you come to God right, God will. Give us the power to overcome it. Samson, feeling good. Samson had the right mindset. But he was fooled by his feelings. Left feeling like a fool. Stop struggling with it. Stop fighting with yourselves. This is a time of recompense with God. It's a time that you and I look in the mirror. James said, behold a man, look at him face in the mirror, but he forgets when he walk away what he looked like because he had weak faith. Go to God today and surrender your hearts to God. Don't be like these servants. All of us struggle. But how long Shall we struggle? 
How long shall we keep struggling? Today is your day of salvation. If you hear the voice of God, harden not your heart as in the day of the provocation. They turn their hearts away from God. Samson had to come face to face now with his God. And what I love about this, beloved, God stayed with him through all of his struggles, breaking every vow. God continued to love and stay with Samson. You ask yourself why God have not forsaken you? Because he loves you. He's long-suffering with us. He desires none of us to perish, but all come to have everlasting life. Surrender your struggles to God. Know that you yet belong to God. It is hard to deal with oneself. To face yourself is the hardest thing of life. Nobody wants a battle with themselves. Let's pray. Father, it's again we thank you for this word. And many of us have been fooled by a feeling, Lord, and we left feeling like fools. Many of us are struggling, yet we love you, God. We know that you are Father. We know we've been forgiven. We know the power of repentance, but, Lord, we still struggle. We need your help to deliver us in this wretched body we have. God, as long as we're in it, we'll fight. When we're young, the battle is in our flesh. When we're old, the battle is in our minds. Help us, oh God, to stop struggling those things you've tied to give us freedom from. We surrender our hearts to you today, Lord. In Jesus Christ's wonderful name. You that is under the sound of my voice, if you're not saved, I want you to simply just bow your head and ask Jesus to come into your heart. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead. And ask God to save you forgive you for your sins and wash you in his blood. Hey, beloved, I'm praying for you. I'm praying that God bring us to the reality of the truth. We won't struggle any longer with ourselves. Every servant of God has struggled in this life. God put them in the word of God to give you an eye, the strength to have the testimony to say, God, I need your help. And God will deliver you. Hey, I'm praying for you. Listen, if you want to support the ministry, call Sister Carol or go online and cash out, dollar sign, capital P-O-D-E-L-I-V, and put it in, and you'll be able to give your love offering to the body of Christ. Hey, I'm love. I'm praying for you. Pray for me. I had a great fall a couple of days ago. I hurt my ribs real bad, but Hopefully, prayerfully, I didn't break them, but uh, guess what? The Lord has kept me. And I'm sure that God will keep you because our God is a God that keeps us all. Hey, I love you. I'm praying for you. Pray for me. I'm out. God bless you. Have a blessed day.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.